0: to Redstone Weekly. I'm your host, Kreklin. And today, we are going to be talking about what was announced at Minecraft Live. This is the second Minecraft Live special episode. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I suggest you do. I talked about the mods that were that were, you could vote in. Um, but yeah, so what I'm going to be talking about today, I'm going to be talking about uh, 1.18. They made a couple changes and just talked about uh, terrain generation a bit. They talked about what's next for Minecraft Dungeons now that all the DLCs are out. They talked about some more advanced Minecraft Bedrock Edition creator tools. And they talked about 1.19. Now you're going to have to listen to that segment of this podcast to find out what that is. But I'll give you a hint. It's called the Wild Update. So to start, uh, real quick, this is going to be a short segment. I just wanted to talk about how um, um, Hendrik, I think, was talking about the Minecraft um, terrain generation from old to new chunks. It was really cool. So there's two parts of it. There's the part where you're going from old chunks to new chunks horizontally. So you're starting at old chunks and then you're slowly moving into the new generation with microbiomes and... Uh, the different biome types. So, and then there's the there's the deep slate layer. Now, how they implemented that is really f- cool. So, when you're in an old survival world, the the void, it, the bed bedrock is at y level zero, and one die eighteen bedrock is at y level minus seventy, if I'm correct. So, what you have to what it's going to do is Allow what they're gonna do is remove the bedrock layer of old worlds when you opt when you update, it removes the bedrock layer of old worlds that you launch in that update in 1.18 I- It's so gonna remove the bedrock layer and then put in the deep slate la- layer underneath the stone layer, then put the bedrock underneath the deep slate layer. So it's very interesting how that works. And that allows you so let's say you generated a you had you built this whole house and it was looking pretty good in an old, in a 1.17 world. You move to 1.18, now before, you had mined out all of the resources there. You go to 1.18, and there's now more resources for you to dig around and find. Um, and then, with the chunk borders, it used to be... Now, right now, this features only in Bedrock Edition betas. They have not implemented it in Java Edition snapshots, but in Bedrock Edition... There's some times where it wasn't very good, like it would cut off trees. But they did really good at doing that. And I've loaded up a couple, of wor- a couple of worlds. There's one world that had a really cool seed. It had, it was a mesa biome. So you spawn on a stony shore island. On one side, there's a, if I'm correct, it's a cold ocean. I don't remember. Um, and then on the other side, there's a mesa biome. And then there's two micro-jungle, micro-bamboo jungle, bamboo forest biomes. And then there's two caverns inside the mesa biome that goes underneath the mesa biome. And if you go down in there, you enter a lush cave. And you can see these azalea tree marking the lush cave right from spawn. It's one of the first things you see. So I really suggest checking that seed out it's in the description it's probably one of the best ones i've found just overall in minecraft and the best definitely the best one i found in 1.18 all right so the next thing i want to talk about is minecraft dungeons seasonal adventures now minecraft recently announced the echoing void dlc which is the last dlc so a lot of people thought that minecraft dungeons was just gonna stop like no more stuff for minecraft dungeons but Mojang delivered. They announced Seasonal Adventures, which is basically, it's kind of hard to explain. It's basically, every season, there's a different thing that's added, and then, uh, and you can do the stuff in that season, and then, you can, after a, after a, um... Oh, after a season is over, when the next season rolls around, you can still check out the old. You can still do previous deals, or previous seasonal adventures, which is cool. Um, the first one is going to be called Cloudy Climb, which introduces the, the challenge and... Or, the no, the tower and the adventure hub. This doesn't just bring fancy new architecture in the world of dungeons, but also a whole new way to enjoy the game. So, one of the things... So what the what the tower is is basically it's a bunch of different levels and you have to go up the tower. And each level is the same. So the tower resets. When you enter a tower, your inventory is empty. You and basically as, as far as I can tell, the your inventory in the tower is different than your inventory just by itself. So, every 2 weeks the tower resets. So what you do is you enter the tower, and you try to get as high as you can before it resets. And so, the cool thing is that there will be a lot of strategies. And each level is the same, even when it resets. So, and when it resets, it also wipes your inventory for the tower. So, let's say I go and I play. I start playing. And then there's this one, one round that summons a mob that I didn't know was going to appear. I didn't know was going to come. So, what I do... Is I simply just, um, I simply, all I, I, all I do is after I realize that that mob that was, that came into that level, I needed a certain thing for it. But it's too late. I'm dead. Also, when you die, you can't enter the tower again. As far as I can tell, this is my impression on it. I don't know exactly if what I'm saying is correct as far as I know, as far as I can tell. So, you die, and then it's it. But after the 2 weeks is over it resets and you enter it again and this time i know that i need to grab this specific item so that i can beat that boss that mob in that level so it's very strategic i like it and so and so yeah so that's um that's one of the things they're also adding they're also adding The, um, they're also adding, oh, you can get, um, sorry, I'm blanking out here, here, uh, oh, you can get, um, adventure points, and those allow you to use, you can use those points, I guess, for more, for exclusive pets. Emotes and flares. So they're adding emotes and flares. Emotes are what they sound like. Uh, just like in Bedrock Edition, emotes are just little emotes. You do little things. I don't know exactly what they'll be, but that sounds cool. The other thing is flares. So flares, let's say I'm drinking a health potion. One, a fla- one of the flares makes a bunch of hearts appear around you. These are purely cosmetic. It makes a bu- It makes a bunch of hearts appear around you for that you can so then it looks cool when you're drinking a health potion and there's a bunch of other ones so i like that um next or i think is that all oh i think there's going to be two plans for the seasonal adventure you can either just pay you can either just do it for free or there's a there's a paid plan which i guess is the way for minecraft to still earn money for minecraft dungeons since the dlcs were the way that they were earning money so I like that um I don't know if I'll, if I'll hop on the season I'm gonna call it season pass I'm not gonna I'm not sure if I'll sign up for the season pass definitely not right away so I feel like I want to get more content out of Minecraft dungeons uh, but yeah so now let's check a bit the next thing next is the bedrock Edition creator Tools. so one of the things that they added it's something for Blockbench, which allows, which makes it easier to make Minecraft things. Um. Uh, but it's uh, another one is another thing that they added. They have a separate page on Minecraft.net called Minecraft.net. It's Minecraft.net slash creator. I'll have a link to that in the description. Um. But yeah, so it it gives a lot of cool tools on and research, uh, and um, tools and resources on how to make Minecraft things. Uh, yeah, so they added the Minecraft Entity Wizard for blockbench, and there's a guide to that if you want to check out that. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Uh, te- it's really cool. I suggest you check it out if you want to begin making. Um, If you want to try making Minecraft, custom Minecraft mobs, this is definitely the way to do it. Um, I don't know exactly if they've given a guide on how to make a custom mob. But they've definitely given a guide on how to edit the properties of a certain mob. So I really suggest doing this. Um, So yeah, if you want to, check it out. There will be a link to the creator documentation in the description. But yeah, so it just makes it easier for people to make mods and add-ons for Bedrock Edition Minecraft. And next is the part you've been waiting for. The wild update. It is the next update from Minecraft 1.19. I was expecting an end update, but this is definitely a good thing for Minecraft to do. Since they're not able to deliver as much stuff since they're working from home during during, uh, COVID-19. So, what they're doing is make is doing a smaller update so they're doing the wild update that's coming in 2022 so one of the things is that the warden is being moved from 1.18 and is going to be moved to 1.19 but don't be upset that's a good thing because that changes the warden it changes the warden a lot for example now when you go to the deep dark, you'll find Deep Dark cities. So that's really cool. Uh, there will be loot there. The other thing is some more info on Skulk, on what the Skulk is. And then the Warden, the way it's summoned is different. So there's Skulk Screamers, which make a... Um, which will turn... uh. They will, uh, whenever a mob, oh, whenever you make a loud noise or anything, they will actually make a noise, like, basically scream, but skulk, skulky, it's, it's hard to describe, I suggest watching the event, if you haven't already, because it really describes it well, um, but yeah, so, that will make a scream, and then, along with making noise for the warden, It will also give the darkness effect, which is the flashy effect that you saw in Minecraft Live 2020, which makes the light pulse down and up and down and up, make it darker and then back to normal and then darker, back to normal. It really adds to the scary effect of the deep dark. Also, the way the Warden is spawned is different. Or summoned, I guess. Instead of it just being there and you can't avoid it, they make it almost avoidable the warden no longer is automatically there instead if you've activated too many skulk screamers the warden will climb out of the ground almost as if it's been it lit i kind of like it also i don't know if you climb if it climbs on the ground or something but i like to think of it as if the skulk the skulk growth all over the place has decided the skulk screamers have had enough and they gathered up some skulk and turned themselves into and and grew the warden and so the warden grows out of the out of the um out of the deep out of the skulk growth and starts coming after you and also the warden can now smell so even if you're completely still It can still find you. It's harder for it to find you, but after it finds you, you can kiss everything that you have in your inventory goodbye. Unless you have to keep inventory on Because that thing, after two hits with full netherite armor, will knock you out. So it is a really, really scary place. It's probably the most scary place in Minecraft. It's not too scary, but it's definitely something that when you hear the warden climbing out... You need to leave the deep dark now. So yeah, that's the deep dark and the warden. Next is the more naturey side of this update. So it's cool. What's cool about this update is that part of it, small part of it, is original. But a lot of it is actually from the Minecraft Live, I think it was actually Minecon Earth. 2018 biome vote. It was, um, if I'm correct, it was taiga. Oh, it was taiga, desert, and swamps. So, with, taiga was the one that won. That that added the campfires, the, um, the foxes and sweet berries. Uh, deserts would add ostriches, um, termites, and... Um, and meerkats. But, what is, I think also the baobab, I'm not entirely sure. I think think they just added meerkats, ostriches, and termites. I'm not entirely sure. So, the swamp one added mangrove trees, frogs, and boats with chests. What they're doing in the wild update is adding... Now, when they did the twenty eighteen biome vote, they said that they were that they weren't going to not add the one unlike the mod vote, they weren't going to not add the ones that lost the vote. It was just cho- they, you basically were just voting on which one would come, what f- they would update first. So the tiger won, so they updated that instantly, and in the were like very quickly in the village and pillage update, and for here and for na- now. Three, Four years later, they're going to update the swamp, which adds the mangrove trees, frogs, along with that, tadpoles, and boats with chests. And they're also adding fireflies, which are super duper tiny. They're two pixels. One, one pixel is yellow, and I think also black, depending on if it's lighting up or not. And the other pixel is black. So, it's very tiny. I don't know if you're going to be able to hit, or if it's purely, or if it's just kind of like, uh, if you ever played the Biomes O' Plenty mod with, uh, bees in there, they're kind of unavoidable, uh, they're kind of, un- like, you can't attack them, you have to just, like, run away from them. Um, normal, normal bees in Minecraft are plenty big. Um, but yeah, this is the, probably, this would be the smallest mob that Minecraft has added. <coughs> My question is what termites have been this tiny I wonder I, I don't know if they if that's what it would be but um so they have that they're also adding mu- they're also adding mud with and with that mud bricks mud is renewable by uh, taking it'll uh, mud is renewable by taking a uh, dirt and using a water bottle on it. it will turn into mud and now clay is renewable uh because it will turn um it will make if you have a mud if you have a mud block on top of a dripstone block and then underneath the dripstone block pointed dripstone then dri- the dripstone will actually drip out all of the water from the mud and turn it into clay so then you have now you have renewable clay Turns into a clay block though not clay so you can't like turn into bricks but um uh, yeah so there's also mangrove swamps so it's actually a different swamp biome they weren't updating this swamp instead it's a whole new swamp biome and with that comes the mangrove trees and uh frogs and tadpoles so tadpoles when where whatever it's deter, it's determined by what they're growing in. So let's say they grow in just a normal plains biome or the swamps or something, they will be just a normal like kind of like tannish brownish. If the tadpoles were raised in a really cold biome, then they will be brown, darker, a dark, very dark brown. If they are raised in the jungle or the desert they will be white. Now, at first I was like that doesn't make sense. One of the white ones be in the cold in a cold biome. but it makes more sense now because I realize frogs in real life will actually can actually change the color of their skin uh, to white if it's a really hot place to where they absorb less heat. And so I guess it's the same with with cold places, they turn their, they their skin is brown, so that makes it more make more sense. Um, but yeah, so frogs. I'm really excited for them. Oh yeah, frogs will eat fireflies. They also are going to update birch forests a tiny bit, and there's a couple of things. Uh, there's this one image which I'll put in the description. It's a um, it's. Actually, actually, I just pop, pulled it up onto the uh, onto my web browser. Just the image, and it says MCL Minecraft Live Twenty Twenty One Underscore Biome Underscore Diversity. J P G. So it looks like um, they're going to up. They're going to update by other biomes, make them more diverse, or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. But also, if you look at that picture, on the lily pad, there's actually little flowers. So maybe they're adding lotus flowers? I'm not entirely sure, but that would be cool. Um. So yeah, that is... I think that's all. I'll put that image on my Flickr page for you to check out. But yeah, I think that's all. For um yeah, I think that's all for this episode. So if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to uh rate on iTunes. Um if you have anything you'd like to let me know, you can do so at redpixel9 at or by contacting contacting me uh through iTunes with a review. I check that often if you, if you can't, if you're on Spotify, be sure to answer this, this episode's poll, um, and if you have any, you can also contact me by voice, essa- voice messaging me, that's anchor.fm slash weekly slash, slash message, you can check out my other podcast about engines, at anchor.fm slash the motorcast or wherever you get your podcasts if you have a friend that you think likes engines or minecraft then be sure to let them know about either of those podcasts Um, be sure to check out my Flickr page for that for images from minecraft live Um, i'll have links in the description uh of different of cool uh little things like different kind of generations um, some of them are really cool, like a an abandoned mine shaft inside a lush cave biome, so it looks really cool. And then there's just a giant lava lake. I really suggest checking that out. You can do that at flickr.com. That's f l i c k r. dot com slash redstone weekly. Um, and I'll be giving images. If you want to watch the live event, you can you can, you can see that inside my, um, you can see that inside the description, I'll be giving a link to that, and other stuff relating to this episode, and I'll see y'all next time on Wrestling Weekly, bye for now.